I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Car in an Arlington County crosswalk. Also ahead... A Loudoun County man accused of murder is back in custody after officials say he was mistakenly released. I'm Melissa Howell. A new report of the D.C. Housing Authority prompts calls for immediate action. This is Ann Kramer. Maryland loses to Purdue on a busy college football Saturday. Commanders play Tennessee later. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A hurricane has made landfall in Nicaragua. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Hurricane Julia continued to strengthen right into landfall. Category 1 hurricane fortunately did not get to get any stronger, but uh, this is not going to be a storm about the winds as it slams into Nicaragua. This is going to be a storm of the rain. Thousands of people marched Saturday throughout the U.S. in support of abortion rights. Zora Kaya marched in the nation's capital. We want successful children. We have to create an environment that is appropriate for their upbringing. And if there is a possibility that that goal cannot be met, women should decide what they want to do with their body. Now the world waits for Vladimir Putin's reaction to an explosion on a key bridge between Russia and Crimea. CBS's Michael George. Massive flames and black smoke rose from the Kerch Bridge to Crimea Saturday. Part of the parallel road beneath it collapsed into the sea. Russia's state media said a bomb exploded just after 6 a.m., setting fire to several railway oil tankers. The bridge is not only a symbol of Russia's claim on Crimea, which it annexed from Ukraine in 2014, it's also a key supply route for Russian military forces. More ballistic missile tests today by North Korea. Reporter Alex Jensen is in Seoul. After North Korea's military warned it was gravely watching joint drills involving the U.S. and South Korea, it test-fired two short-range ballistic missiles in the early hours of Sunday morning local time. It comes as North Korea's complained about the recent redeployment of the USS Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier and its powerful strike group to the east of the Korean Peninsula. It's another triumph for Elon Musk's SpaceX. Here's CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. SpaceX capped off a particularly busy week by launching two Intelsat communication satellites and putting on a truly spectacular show in the process. Launching after sunset and then climbing into the light of the sun, the rocket put on a dramatic show for area residents and tourists, climbing past the rising moon and then on into space. In addition to launching the satellite, SpaceX also successfully recovered its Falcon 9 Stage 1 booster. A man from Oregon, known decades ago as the jogger rapist, will be released from prison in about two months after almost 36 years behind bars, nearly his entire term. Richard Gilmore admitted to raping nine girls in the Portland area in the 1970s and 80s. He was convicted in one case only because of the statute of limitations. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 4.03, Sunday morning, October 9, 2022. 41 in the nation's capital. Cold start, then sunny and cool. Upper 50s and lower 60s for highs.
Good morning. I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories are following this hour. Abortion rights demonstrators hit the streets in D.C. and across the country Saturday in the latest event organized by the Women's March. Welcome to the Women's Wave. A political wave in the upcoming congressional election is the fervent hope of the Women's March. The march and rally is meant to boost Democratic candidates who support abortion rights. The rights of women just being lost. Women need to be able to continue to have the right to choose. I think anybody that's running for a re-election should have a hard stance on abortion being legal. Whatever the outcome of the midterms, it's certain that advocates of abortion rights will carry on their fight to restore Roe v. Wade. We will continue to fight until we are able to have our rights secured. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Investigators in Arlington County continue to piece together what led an elderly woman to be hit and killed by a car. Police say the crash happened around 9 Saturday morning at the intersection of Little Falls Road and John Marshall Drive. They believe the, dr the driver of the striking car turned left from John Marshall Drive onto Little Falls Road and hit the 85-year-old woman as she was crossing in the crosswalk. The woman, Gwendolyn Hayes of Arlington, was taken to the hospital where she later died. The driver did remain on the scene. It's the third fatal pedestrian crash on that stretch of Little Falls Road over the past eight years. It's 4.05. An accused killer is back in custody in Loudoun County this morning. Prosecutors and local law enforcement agencies, however, are at odds over what led to his release. Here's WTOP's Melissa Howell. 25-year-old Stone Lee Colburn was arrested Friday night in Chatham County, Georgia. He'd been in custody since 2021 for the murder of his brother's girlfriend, Natalie Crow. Colburn had been deemed incompetent to stand trial. Commonwealth's attorney, Buta Biberai's request for a second mental health evaluation was denied, and the charges were dismissed. Prosecutors filed a new charge, but seeing the original charge dropped, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office let Colburn walk free, placing blame on the office of the Commonwealth attorney. In a statement, Biberai called the release erroneous and says the Sheriff's Office is attempting to, quote, mislead the public and unfairly Shift blame to our office. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A top elections official in Prince William County is quitting, saying he's tired of the stress of the job, much of it, he says, brought on by local Republican leaders. The registrar, Eric Olson, says a GOP leader made phone calls to election officers suggesting they would be getting different election day assignments than the ones Olson had announced. In an interview with Inside Nova, Prince William County Republican Party Chair Denny Doherty said he was simply asking the county to honor the political party's right to pick its own representatives instead of having to accept the registrar's choices. The elections office also received a letter from a lawyer for the local GOP, which threatened a lawsuit if Republicans didn't get more representation on the higher-ranking election chief and assistant chief roles. A D.C. council member had a terse one-word description for a new federal report on the D.C. Housing Authority. Scathing. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. The HUD report finds the D.C. Housing Authority is not providing safe, secure, and usable housing. It's also undercharging tenants, listing properties as vacant when they're occupied, and the agency is at risk of being in default on federal contracts. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman calls the report a, quote, blistering indictment. She also says the Housing Authority is completely dysfunctional. Silverman plans to introduce reform legislation soon, she says, to make sure the lowest-income residents have safe, high-quality, and secure housing. A spokeswoman for the mayor tells the Washington Post that Bowser will hold her comments until DCHA responds to HUD. It has until November 30th to do that. 
Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Just ahead, after traffic and weather. A Maryland student accused of taking out a knife during a fight in high school. I'm Nick Ainelli. 407. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making, only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Or Orchard.com. It's 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Very good morning to you, Ian, and got some good news. You're heading along the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All lanes officially reopen. Looking at all the cameras now, traffic is flowing in either direction just fine. Uh, the BW Parkway had been closed for about six and a half hours after an accident scene that happened at 9.30 last night. Not going to be too much trouble any longer, though. I-95 dealing with an accident scene now on the northbound side after Route 32. According to chart, it looks like three lanes along the right-hand side are currently blocked. You sh looking at the camera here, you should only have a single lane getting by along the right-hand side. Watch out for that one there. A bit of a delay building soon after 32. The BW Parkway is an option, so you can head down towards uh, 32 and head northbound on the BW Parkway, though the delay on 95 is relatively short. Eastbound side of 50 got a crash reported as you make your way past the Beltway. Looking at the camera, it looks like two left lanes are currently blocked. Stay to the right headed past that point. Headed inbound, no issues are headed past 295 and onto New York Avenue. Down in Virginia, 66 eastbound, the work zone letting by a single lane on your approach towards the Beltway. Westbound side, same story, headed past the Beltway, just a single lane. I-95 northbound looks good towards the Springfield Interchange and no issues to report on 395. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with this Sunday morning forecast. A chilly start this morning with temperatures down into the 30s and 40s. In fact, west of D.C., we have frost advisories and freeze warnings in place through this morning. Temperatures this afternoon will peak in the low 60s. Another day filled with sunshine and dry conditions. Monday, also mostly sunny and dry. High temperatures on Monday will be in the upper 60s, pretty close to 70 degrees. Well, we should make it to the 70 degree mark by Tuesday. Low to mid 70s expected with sunny skies. Blue skies on your Wednesday as well with high temperatures on Wednesday in the 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Thicker coat this morning in some areas. 36 in Germantown, 35 in Annandale, 45 in DuPont Circle. And it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Right now, save 15% on all Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 411.
Updating what Carlos was just reporting, one person has died. A juvenile in critical condition after a collision on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway happened about 9.30 last night in the northbound lanes of the parkway just north of Maryland Route 197 through Laurel. U.S. Park Police say the driver of one of the vehicles involved in the crash has died. The driver of the second car and three minors transported to the hospital. Two of the kids and the driver of that vehicle have injuries that are not life-threatening, but a third juvenile is hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. As WTOP's Carlos Ramirez just reported, all lanes of the BW Parkway reopened in the past few minutes after a six-plus-hour closure for the investigation. We will keep you posted on the situation. A man is accused of stabbing another man 17 times and faces a laundry list of charges. Hyattsville police say it happened last Saturday morning at a business near Hamilton Street and 31st Avenues in Prince George's County. Police say witnesses told them Renee Morales of Hyattsville got and another man got into an argument with a third man. That's when they say Morales repeatedly stabbed that third man. The victim walked to Hamilton Street and Agar Road where he approached an off-duty Hyattsville police detective, victim taken to the hospital, Morales turned himself in on Wednesday, is being held without bond. He faces two charges of attempted murder, two charges of assault, and a charge for dangerous weapon with intent to injure. The second man with Morales was questioned by police but is not facing any charges. The victim's condition has been upgraded this weekend from critical to stable condition. It's 4-12, and criminal charges have been filed against a high school freshman in Maryland following a fight at school Friday afternoon. She's a 14-year-old student in Frederick, Maryland, and she's facing criminal charges now, accused of taking out a large kitchen knife during a fight with another student at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says the incident started during an altercation between two girls in the school's cafeteria. Deputies say that's when one of them took out a 10-inch kitchen knife and held it in a threatening manner. No one was injured, but the girl is facing several criminal charges, including assault, reckless endangerment, resisting arrest, and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Just ahead on WTOP, Maryland and Virginia come up short in college football. The Commanders get ready to host Tennessee later today. Frank Hanrahan breaks it all out, plus playoff baseball next. It's 413. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. With the Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm gonna say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel. 
the Price is Right Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of $200,000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in the Price is Right, one in two million forty thousand. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4.15, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Washington Commanders in action Sunday, 1 o'clock against the Tennessee Titans. Washington desperate for a win. They're 1 and 3. They've yeah dropped 3 straight. Titans come in at 2 and 2, and they are a slight favorite on paper kickoff at 1 o'clock. College football on Saturday. Tough go for the Terps as they fall at home to Purdue, 31-29. Next up for 4-2 Maryland is the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana lost to number 4 Michigan, 31-10. Virginia falls to Louisville, 34-17. Navy crushes Tulsa, 53-21. Virginia Tech lost at Pitt, 45-29. Bowie State topping Virginia State, 41-14. Georgetown was a loser. Baseball playoff, Seattle was a winner. Comes from 8-1 down to beat Toronto 10-9, win that series. Oscar Gonzalez, walk-off homer, bottom of the 15th. Cleveland one-zip win over Tampa to win that series 2-0. Mets beat San Diego to stay alive. A decisive game three is on Sunday. Capitals closing in on the regular season. They wrapped up their final preseason game, skating by Columbus 4-3 in overtime. Back to college football, Alabama stays number one, you would think, after barely getting by Texas A&M 24-20, but they did not have their starting quarterback, Bryce Young, who was out with an injury. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Russian President Vladimir Putin is moving to tighten security along a key bridge to Crimea after an explosion caused part of that bridge to collapse. The Kirsch Bridge is an important supply artery for the Kremlin's faltering war effort in southern Ukraine. North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters. The latest in a recent barrage of weapons test. The launch comes the day after the North warned that the redeployment of a U.S. aircraft carrier near the Korean Peninsula was inflaming regional tensions. Thousands of women marched and held rallies across the country on Saturday, including here in the district. The women's march demonstrations were called for are calling for more support for midterm election candidates who support women's reproductive rights. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 417. A local hunter is recovering after falling from a tree stand early Friday morning in Howard County. Fire rescue crews were called to a remote area of the Cascades Fall Trail. It's near Ellicott City. They found the hunter who had fallen between 20 and 30 feet. The hunter had to be taken to hospital by a medevac helicopter because the rugged terrain in the area prevented ground crews from safely getting the patient up to an ambulance to be transported by ground. In a news release, Maryland State Police described the hunter's injuries as non-life-threatening. Thanks for bringing us along on Sunday morning. WTLP News Time is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Very good morning to you, Ian. Thank you so much. We'll start off with the accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway in Virginia. Once you get past Van Dorn Street, Oh, goodness. Uh, once you get past Van Dorn Street, pardon my reaction there, uh, you see the accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway is just after Van Dorn Street on your approach towards Eisenhower Avenue, and it is down the center of the roadway. So traffic has to split either far left 
or far right. And uh, my reaction there was because somebody got very, very close. So a heads up on the outer loop of the Beltway as you make your approach towards Eisenhower Avenue. Be ready. Be very ready to move either to the left or the right. You will approach it at speed because there are no delays right now. Looks like there's also some debris in the roadway. Thankfully, it looks like there is at least one emergency vehicle on scene. So watch out for those red and blue lights. Again, outer loop of the Beltway. Two center lanes blocked. Stay either far left or far right to get past the accident scene itself. As you continue towards the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, sounds like there is yet another accident scene. This one's along the left-hand side, still on the outer loop, on your approach towards the Wilson Bridge, left lane currently blocked there. Stay to the right. If you're headed on 66, they still have the work zone there on your approach towards the Beltway. Westbound side, single lane gets you by. Eastbound side, also just a single lane getting by with very minimal delays. Back in Maryland, the northbound side of I-95, dealing with the accident scene after 32. As of now, chart says that three right lanes are currently blocked. You should have just a single left lane getting by at this time. Across the Bay Bridge, two-way traffic on the eastbound span. I-270, quiet from Frederick all the way down towards the Beltway. And the inner loop of the Beltway still seems to have some police activity, but they're all over on the far right shoulder. Remember, give them a little extra room. It is the law, after all. As you continue over towards 95, things are very much up to speed. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Samara Theater with a forecast for Sunday morning that gets better later. Temperatures are headed into the mid-60s this afternoon. The thing is, it's a cold start. 30s and 40s walking out the door, frost advisories and freeze warnings in place, especially west of D.C. By tomorrow, highs will be in the upper 60s. We're warming gradually through the week ahead. Mostly sunny for your Monday. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the low to mid-70s. Wednesday, mostly sunny. High temperatures on Wednesday, also in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It is 45 at Reagan National Airport, 39 at BWI Marshall Airport, 36 at Dulles. All brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, businesses retool to get more dollars from Gen Z consumers. 421. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS. For an extra $10 in the free Upside app, remember use promo code APPS for an extra $10 in your first purchase. Don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. 422. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they live. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, 
We're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. You're listening to WTOP News. At 423, Democrats in Fairfax County have nominated Holly Seibel as their candidate for a special election to fill an open seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. Delegate Mark Keem, a six-term Democrat, is stepping down for a job in the Biden administration. Seibold is a former Fairfax County school teacher. She'll face voters in a special election scheduled for January. She'll be, she'll be running in District 35, which includes McLean, Tyson's, Dunloring, and other parts of Fairfax County that have been in Democratic hands since 2003. The embattled chair of Montgomery County's planning board is defending himself against a new round of accusations. Casey Anderson denies allegations in a leaked email that says he created a toxic workplace. Bethesda Magazine reports that Anderson says the comments are false and many specifics are incorrect. Anderson has recently been reprimanded by the Montgomery County Council and stripped of four weeks pay after acknowledging that he kept a well-stocked liquor cabinet inside his office, according to Maryland Matters. On Friday, the planning board ousted its director, Gwen Wright, who was due to retire in December. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. The November election is now officially less than a month away. And D.C. voters should be receiving their ballots in the mail. More than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one for every registered voter in the city. First and foremost, keep an eye on the mailbox. Ballots should be showing up literally any day now. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says voters are kept in the loop after they send the ballot back in. We have a tracking system so that once a ballot is returned to a drop box or goes back into the mail, it will inform the voter that the ballot is in transit, that it is being processed, and ultimately that it has been tabulated. A number of significant races are on the ballot, including contests for mayor, D.C. council chair, and two at-large council seats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Students caught with booze at Virginia Commonwealth University, that number is down, way down, as it turns out, down 93% over the past five years. This, according to the school's annual crime report released last month. One possible reason? Some students switched from drinking alcohol to smoking marijuana, which became legal for Virginia adults over the age of 21. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 425 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Consumer brands may have to work harder to impress the nation's youngest adults. Jordan Marlott is the tech industry analyst for Morning Consult. Gen Z is more skeptical of institutions and corporations in general. He says authenticity is important. They're also a more politically aware generation than others in many ways, especially when it comes to social issues and issues around sustainability and environmental impact. Morning Consult found that YouTube has a highest share of Gen Z consumers that view the brand as either somewhat or very favorable, followed by corporate sister Google, while another tech giant ranked third. Behind Netflix, Amazon and M&M's rounded out the top five brands among Gen Z. Marlott says consumer companies would be making a mistake lumping Gen Z in with millennials. What we're really seeing from this research are very clear and stark differences in what brands Gen Z adults are preferring across a range of categories. Gaming-related platforms such as Discord score higher with Gen Z, along with social media sites including TikTok and Snap. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Coming up, after traffic and weather, a key bridge 
linking Russia with Ukrainian territory it occupies is blown up. The latest ahead, 426. Remember the last time your family visited the forest? It's a place of wonder and imagination for the whole family, where stories come to life. And it's closer than you think. Ready to plan your next visit? Whether in person or remote, open communication with your doctor is key to managing any condition, including heart failure. How have you been feeling? Um, I'm okay. Both are great options to continue having open conversations with your doctor about how you're feeling. I've had less energy. And when you speak openly with your doctor, they're better equipped to help. Visit heartfailuretalks.com to learn more.